with you i don't look forward to any show on hbo um, max but there's some good shows like i like the black lady sketch show i like rap shit. yes um yes that's really about it right now but but hbo has great content they always had great content for 100 years but i think right now oh yo secession i love secession secession was a popular I have, yeah i haven't checked that out that's probably, i've never seen secession that's probably their last in my opinion great series well no nah, well People like this new House of Dragons thing, whatever, but it's fine. But but Secession is deep. Like, Secession is out there. Like, if you like Billions, I think Secession is better. Because they don't got all that little corny creep sex shit that's going on with they shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see the, the okay. state attorney, had the, he got he a little BDSM guy, so not everybody respecting it. Nah, 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 nah. Not secession. Well, apparently that's that's what the girls like. Apparently, I yeah, think the girl, girls like that. I shit. think uh, yeah, women women be liking scandals, yo. But scandals was a great yes. show back in the day, though. For them, yes, Olivia I agree. Pope was, scandal was, was dope. They they love scandal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm dating. I used to watch. I, I used to watch. Yeah, exactly. That honestly, that's mm-hmm. basically what it was. Mm-hmm. But me, I liked the crazy dude who was cutting people up. <laughs> he was my favorite character on the show. <laughs> like no lie. No lie, I was like, God, shit, Hug about to get yeah, up in there. Something serious. Hug about to get in his bag, nigga. Yeah, you terrible. Real, real quick, I, I do need a favor from you, big favor, if I didn't What's text up? you. What's up? I need you to interview Jers. Okay. Like a 20-minute interview. Um, So you can put it on his Instagram. You can put it on yours. I put it on yeah. mine, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I, need the, like, I want as many people that, that, can, that do interviews, try and just get this guy as many interviews as he can. You know what? Like, I, like honestly, you know, we all artists in some way. You know what I mean? We all creatives right. in some way. <clears throat> and uh, one thing I've seen about my man Teddy is like they don't have the people that that can really help him. And his mind, we like in our mid thirties, but he don't have no one that could really help him get interviews or hey, what's the next show? Like they've been working right. so hard on getting their own shit. When I, I respect that tenfold. I mean, yo, he did his own birthday performance concert, whatever. At his own spot, yeah, and it and it was turned up in there. Yeah, we we can do that. We can do that. Actually, let let me. Is there some way? Because I've streamed it. Yeah, I want to buy it, like download it. No, it's I, free. I, I don't. I don't. I don't trust any of it. it oh, is it? It's free. Yes, yeah, it's, it's on Spotify. It's on Tidal. It's on um, Apple Music. It's free and it's it's yeah. actually pretty good. Like I can't even hold you, bro. Like it's, well, well, it's I, good. I I know that the streaming is cool, but personally, I I don't trust the streaming platforms. Okay, just so like I I like to I still do the the download. Like I want it like on right. my hard drive. No, you like, can, but you can so. download off of um, Spotify and that shit though. You know you could do that, right? I did not know that. Yeah, like it's a download button on all those features. I did not know that. Yep, you just download it, and then you can have it on. Like they got, they give you a download folder in its own little slot on Spotify and Title. But you, when you, when you want to put it offline, let's say if you in the in the air, you want to play, you could just listen. to Yeah. I. Yep, there it is. Yeah, I I don't know why I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You know, we all grew up in church, so KT Dante, uh, track two, order my steps, is fire. Gotcha. Like he gotcha. do order my, he got a little sample with order my steps. Then all of a sudden he just come in there with it. It's fire. Yep. When you done interviewing, yep, you gonna yep. be like, oh nah, what's up with that? What's up with that remix? 
You're going to be like, yeah, let's do that shit. Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you uh, for episode 100. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm I'm swagger jacking your shit. Like, okay. real. With with the God did freestyle oh, verse. Okay. Yeah. I, I had to. I had to. I'm like, you know what? I got to do it. I got to do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know in advance. That's what I'm doing. I'm a. I, I have to do one too. We family. That, 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 that shit was. That, that shit was dope. Thank I'm you, like, I, it was. Like this nigga, was, we went uh, to music again. Props on that. Really... Thank you, Kate. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. But yeah, so I'm. I, I want to get this. I want to let it marinate a little more because you know I want to ask some real questions. Like, nah, right. on track seven, you said da 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 da. Right, right, right. right. You know, you know, you know. I yeah. like to get. Nah, that's what like I want you to do. That's what I want you to do. You saw Keisha was there. Was she? Keisha came. That shit fucked my mind. I said, oh. You lying. Hey, yo. You lying, man. I'm not even lying, yo. I'm not even lying. I said, Jersey, you the man. This woman then then ducked out of podcast work two times coming up to Jersey already. <laughs> you made her come over here. Well, hello, she ugly ducked ass, out tonight. Hello, ugly ass Freddie Gibbs boyfriend and shit that was like six foot tall and shit. This little Freddie Gibbs looking nigga. I was like, oh, word is what you okay. All right, Keisha. You better not ever uh, say nothing about no niggas again, yo. Just just say you like him tall. Let's just say that. <laughs> nigga look like yeah. look like uh uh a uh, 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 black sausage and shit, paws and shit. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking, but she came through though. I was just I was like she shot like I was shocked. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. That that is shocking. I just like, if you look on the stories, I think I think I got a clip of her. With okay, Teddy. I may. It's eight forty two. It, it may it may went off because I definitely had it on up last night. Okay, but um, yeah, I'm sorry, bro. We over here talking like you know. So I know it's like eight I'm, something that night. KT got a hoodie on. She ready to go to sleep. Like I mean, it, it is what it is. See, this is cool. I'm off tomorrow, so I can talk. Oh. <laughs> so, I, I'm off tomorrow, so I can talk. So, it's all good. But, uh, I, I got that midday schedule now. Right now, I'm like I'm, I'm working from twelve to nine, so I be good. Ah, mm-hmm. Gotcha. cool, cool. Well, well, listen, what's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. Nasunu Rue is in the building. KT is in the building. Family, family, what's going on? How you feeling? How you feeling? Chilling. KT, what's I'm up, girl? Chilling. Okay, um, so she, off mic, she was telling me about all these dudes that was hollering at her. She oh. was trying to figure out which one she wanted to pick. Oh, so she was like, there was this one dude that lived in like Chester. There was another dude that lived like in like Charlotte, and like one was cool. He got a lot of money, but his okay. breath stank. Okay. And the <laughs> other was like the dude in Charleston. <laughs> the dude in Charleston was like, you don't know. It's it's gray sweatpants season, so she was okay. like, you know, he ain't got a personality, but, <laughs> but you know, he's like Arby's, the he's like the logo for yeah. Arby's. The print is there. So. <laughs> you got the music. <laughs> <You got, laughs> yeah, I ain't messing with nah. you. I ain't messing with nah. you. Oh nah, my god. Oh, print is there. You but know, she's doing better than me. I got, I got a, I got a, I got a divorced, a divorced woman. That said, all right, I may be divorced and I may be hanging out with some guy maybe once every other week, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't got time to date. Excuse me? It, like, that's wild, man. Like, just be straight up. Like, what does that even mean? What, what does, does that, that mean? mean? I mean, I know what it means, man. It mean, it yeah, means, right. It means yeah. she wants some, you know, she. this is all she want to do. But yeah. Then, but then they got to be classy about it. It's like, oh, nah, you know, but he go, this is my dick here. 
Yeah. This is the dick. And it's like, ow. Skibbity pat. I don't want to hear none of that. Yo, what's up? Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear none of that. Skibbity pat. Skibbity pat. You know, because she, she doesn't want you to look at her in a particular way. But that's basically what she's saying. Look, I'm smashing, dude. It's a good situation. I don't want to add another factor to it. So, well, what you give the you number know. for? That's what I'm saying. Like, what is even the but point? What, why did you give the number? Now, now she hit. Well, this, this how she hit. She was like, "Well, we was at we was at Teddy Bear Jer's event, and and this this how I know she was half lying because she said you said you perform. I'm like perform. I do podcasting. Wrong p word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but all right, continue. Uh, oh, you know, you was talking about you. Know, I was telling you I do event planning. And you was talking about how this is Teddy's spot. And I was telling you that I know this is Teddy's spot. That's why I'm trying to get together and do some event plan. I'm like, yeah, word is ball. We should hook up and do that. But at the same time, yo, what's up with you? I'm like, yo, but yeah, but what's up with you? What's up with you? I want, to, I want your number. I'm trying to call you. You cute. Okay, well, if she didn't make that distinction clear, then uh-huh. she knew what she was doing. She knew, she knew what that was. Like, you, you can't all of a sudden fall and be like, man. oh, nah. I don't play them games, okay? I I can't stand people who introduce. play games. Mm-hmm. Like, just be real about it. I will Look. introduce a podcast to you, but I'm not going to talk about it for 15 minutes just to get your number, though. I'm going to talk about it for right. four minutes. You know what I'm saying? Be honest right. with you. You know what I'm saying? The rest is like, yeah. yo, you looking good. Yeah. Man, what the uh, 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 uh. Even that, mm-hmm. that that's, that, that's kind of like on the just, this is, this is how I live. But all right, checklist, check, check, check. There you go. You know how this stuff goes. I know. I, yeah, you, you know how this stuff goes, man. Just I apparently you know. don't because yeah. I must be different. What? What? What you? What? What you mean? In I what must way? be different. I'm just saying because the games people play, I just I don't I'm not for it. I'm gonna just now, be just real with you, the, and I'm be like, dude. look. <laughs> Reason I gave you oh, my so, number so, is so, really so, I just uh, just one good time. That's it. Ah, uh, okay. So 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 that's what you told dude mm-hmm. with the dub personality, but you know the print the, was there. The gray yeah. sweatpants. Yeah, the, the, the print, print was, was there. there. Uh, okay, that's what you took. All right. Like I'm gonna tell like you, you straight had up. Them gray sweatpants. You dumb you as had shit. Them gray sweatpants on. You had me at the gray sweatpants, sir. <laughs> And that's my only interest. <laughs> all right, all right, I, I, I hear you. I'm I not going to feign like I'm all interested right. in you, and I'm not. I'm just I don't I don't do that. Are you that's telling him that you're not time. interested in him, but you just interested in what's in his gray pants? Though, have you like verbally said that to him yet? Did you verbally say to him, "I'm not interested in anything else but what's under those gray pants"? Yes. Those words. Those words. Oh, okay. <laughs> we not over there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying oh, he's I'm, already gone. That's what she's oh, saying. He's okay. already gone. Oh, he did. Oh, he, oh, he, he, he was getting left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. He, he he already uh fulfilled his obligations. Right. Sweatpants are go. back on and and, and gone. That's <laughs> yes. why um all back on yeah, gone. That's, yes. that's why I'm real chill right now because. You know. <laughs> Like you ready for bed? Okay, all uh-huh. right. got the hoodie on. You ready? Uh, Let me go. Get it. That's why I had to take I a nap. Real y'all. low That's right now. I had to take a nap before the pod. Oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> oh man! All right. Speaking of naps, y'all seen Black Panther? 
I have. Oh, you got to be kidding me. You got to oh. be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Yo, see, see, no, no. This is why people be coming at you, yo. This is why people be coming at you, yo. They put a full-on mask with the animal. You know what I'm talking about? You know the animal I'm talking about? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And you start be yapping. And I got to defend you. What are you? you listen. No. No, you don't say that. Just say you didn't like the movie. Speaking of that, no, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking shit, man. I love that movie. Hey, yeah, I, man, love Black Panther. Yourself, yo. I love Black Panther. <laughs> I love Black Panther. I love really, the movie. Did you really? <laughs> did you really no, love it? No, I you did didn't not. I like it. I, I did really. Okay. I did really. I, I I really did love. The only gripe I had was just our seating. I wanted more. We was like on the front row, but we went to. I uh, took wife. We went to a Cine Bistro. Mm-hmm. You know those. Restaurant theaters type thing. Right, so we went right, there. Right. Really nice. Food was great. Mm. Love the food. We were just it those those tickets were going fast. So we was on the first row. Um everything was cool. I just wish like I wanted to be like right in the center where I can, you know, have a better view of everything. But the movie was dope. Like like no no the no lie. You know, were all trolling so and bullshit aside. Freaking beautiful. Like just the cinematography was on point. Um, I love the new civilization that they brought to life. That was dope. Yes. And uh, for a a minute there, I I thought it was Latin Panther. That's what I thought it was. I I thought it was, was Chico Panther. (laughs) Look, now more was sexy as hell though. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. I was like, Dang, we might have had to burn the world together, cause. So, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> he was sexy. Uh huh. What's going yeah. on? Here? He he would have took, yeah, yeah. took you down. Yeah, he took you down to 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 uh to Talokan. Hey, look, put one of them and, damn and masks on like, me, okay. okay? So I can breathe. <laughs> Be all right, or put a suit on me. Oh man! So. But but how how would you do wearing that suit do all the time? Er- no, like, but see, Shuri didn't have to wear the suit the whole time. Once she got inside, she was okay. cool. You know what I mean? Where you know the little okay. cave thing, she was okay. good. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna stay in the underwater cave Look. just just for <laughs> I'm alert for that green. I'm learning every print. stroke, the backstroke, breaststroke. <laughs> Freestyle, all strokes, okay? Oh, man. yeah, I'll be all, all right. right. <laughs> all right, so, so Nas, right? Exactly. <laughs> that green print. That's what she's she taking out all the prints. So just taking them out. She taking them out. She's taking them out. <laughs> so, Nas, your review of Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No, sir. All right, cool. I'm going to give my review. Yes. Spoilers, spoilers mm-hmm. ahead. Please, please. Okay. <clears throat> please hurry. I haven't been to the now, in two years. Hurry up. Go, yes, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Now, I really enjoyed the move. I thought it was dope. thought it was really dope. They did a an amazing job memorializing, giving flowers, and, and paying tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. Um... And for them, basically, the story was they literally had to rewrite the entire script. 
which which they did, and I thought it was amazing to incorporate. You know, Chad was passing. Um, they didn't delve too much in it to be disrespectful as far as delving in his business of how he passed, but just the effect of him passing, I thought was, was really classy. Um, and it also still played into the story of, you know, Latin Panther coming up and approaching him like, Hey y'all, y'all did some, some shit in the last one that I got some smoke with. So I thought it was really good. Um, visuals, the story, the acting, um, Everything was really good. And I'm just, I'm going to keep it fluffed up like this because I got some questions I want to ask KT uh, mm-hmm. about it. Okay. So KT, what what's your review? Did you like the movie? I loved it. I did. Um, I went to see it last Wednesday because I was off. And um, yeah, uh-huh. I was boohooing the first part of the movie. Um, I was in my feelings because when Chadwick, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know Chadwick's passing was gonna affect me the way it did. I was totally like caught off guard. I didn't know it was gonna hurt my feelings that bad. Yes. So when I when they brought it up in the movie, I was boohooing. I was I was crying and everything with the funeral and all that, you know. Uh-huh. But I thought that it was really tasteful the way that they did it. Um, kind of incorporating real life into the yes. movie too. Um, yes. I The action and, you know, the graphics and all of that were on point as always. Just the... Uh, the science behind all of it, the way they did that, that was dope. Um, Cause I'm also kind of a nerd. So all of that is great to me. Um, so here, here's the thing that I didn't okay. like as it. classy as they were mm-hmm. with, with treating uh, Chadwick Boseman and his passing and kind of, breaking the fourth wall, I thought it was real disrespectful what they did to Angela Bassett. Now, oh. f- first of all, first of all, <laughs> round of a fucking applause to Angela Bassett because she, mm, Angela Bassett in this yeah. movie, oh my God, Angela Bassett, when I tell you that her accent really didn't capture me, now she rolled a lot of R's. Uh-uh. You know, I am not the woman who likes repeating herself. Now she, she rolled a lot of R's in this movie, but hot damn. Oh, she... <laughs> She wrote, she wrote a lot of odds in this movie, but man, she she delivered some. She delivered a powerful performance. She Not did. even gonna lie, it was like, yo, she is carrying this movie. But it almost it was not almost. It set you up for when she gets killed, and I'm like, bro, really? Like, yeah, that was gonna happen. So yeah, it it, it created a it, it created a mess. But I'm like, okay, now what's about to happen now? Now Shuri's the queen of Wakanda? You know, all that. But all that to be said, I still thought the movie was dope. Uh, that they really, you know, you already in your feels about Chadwick no longer being there. And then when it seems like things are getting their bearings, and then they kill off Angela Bassett. And I was like, come on, mm-hmm. man. Come on, man. All right. So I kept expecting. I was like. Here's some. 
with the, the compressions and junk, I was like, hold on, wait a minute now. Angela, what's uh, going on? Queen, never, what's up? When I saw that white wig floating in the water, I knew it was over. I was like, oh, no, they didn't kill Angela Bassett. See, if she if she would have worn that Tina Turner wig, she probably would have made it. Um, But it's, it, she didn't. I was like, oh, man, not Angela Bassett. You can't kill Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. but they did. Um, they sure did. And one thing I do like, I like that even though, you know, Shuri became Black Panther, I like that they didn't try to replace mm-hmm. Chadwick Boom. It was like this was her own thing. It was like, you know, it it wasn't forced. It was like she became Black Panther because Namor was kicking mm-hmm. their ass, which is so another thing. Like them them Atlanteans or Talokan or whatever you call Telekineers. them. Them fish people. Oh, they was kicking in Wakanda's ass. That they were whooping yeah, they their were. ass all throughout the movie. They was getting their ass mm-hmm. whooped. There was no Wakanda forever. <laughs> they they came with their own little thing. Wakanda's was going they like was this. Going like they that. came yep. with the Hadouken. There was Hadouken. That, that was their little sign, and they was whooping mm-hmm. ass. <laughs> that was. I was like, dang was y'all, come on, y'all ain't got nothing for these people. <laughs> nothing. It was Wakanda not Monday, the, huh? Not Wakanda forever. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was what kind, what kind of bullshit right. is this? That's what, that was. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? Because they was getting whooped every and, turn. Every turn. When, when they faced off, they got whooped. And no, when he God, knocked damn. the shit out of M'Baku, yeah. I was like, dang. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, come on now. He Molly my pit boy. <laughs> that, now you know Mbaku, you know the big dude, Winston Duke. Oh, you know he 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 he's the one that wants all the that's smoke. That's a tree. Right. So oh, like, that's I, a tree. I, I would like, like, like I want the smoke. That's a tree. I would like to climb. That, that right actually, yeah. like he's huge. Oh, uh, okay. But anyway, okay. go ahead. I'm all right. sorry. All right, calm, calm down. <laughs> calm it down. All right, but. But yeah, he's like, I want all the smoke. He saw the fish man. He saw the fish man. He wanted the smoke. Until he got that one hit a quitter. (laughs) (laughs) So. So. So it's they fighting they fighting fish is like Aquaman. Is this some DC Marvel thing? Well, there's some correlations between the two. Definitely. Definitely some similarities. Yeah. So so basically, like uh, Namor is like Marvel's. Aquaman, even though Namor was created first, mm-hmm. but he's basically Aquaman. He got a whole underwater kingdom, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, they got vibranium mm-hmm. too. So they got oh. all the advanced weapons and all this stuff. So, you know, Wakanda's like, oh shit, they got stuff that can hurt us too. Mm-hmm. And all throughout the movie, man. They more and, and them Atlanteans were whooping they ass, and I was here for it. I was here for it. it. The, the story was dope. The story was dope, though. I like the story. You know, you you have to have a good challenge, all and all, every now and then. So it was good. It was dope. Um, Killmonger made an appearance. Now here here is some. Yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan was. I figured he was going to be in the movie when he showed up in that bananas and pajamas outfit. Bananas. So and pajamas. I knew he was going to have some sort of. Yeah, you know that that bright yellow outfit at the premiere. You, no, you saw I that didn't picture, see right? It, no. Oh, we're gonna have to show <laughs> you that picture. Yep. <laughs> I but think yeah, that's when, the when he best up Michael the B. Jordan has ever looked. Was in Black Panther, but that was a look for him. The dreads and shit. 
that, that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a good look for him. But you know, but, otherwise, yeah. he's just kind of. That, that that's your opinion. I don't know. I don't know today. <laughs> but yeah, that. You, you see that? That that's that's what he showed up in. You know, yeah. bananas and pajamas. I don't know the rest of the words, but yeah, he showed up in that. Oh, so, uh, but that's it. But listen, here's some of the things that <laughs> potassium um, will take pot- over <laughs> vibranium. In 2023, man, I'll tell you right now. I'm sorry, you were talking, Dante, my apologies. No, but that was good. That was good. That's that's probably what was whooping their ass all throughout the movie. Like, nah, this ain't vibranium. This is potassium. Okay. But um, here's some of the things that I was reading as far as, like, the main uh, criticisms of the movie. You know, of course... There was like, ah, oh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is giving a a a uh, a ploy of taking away the men because there is hardly no men in the movie and it's led by women and all of the the women are super strong and the men are weak. They're trying to demasculinize the men and blah 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 blah. Like, there's no way they they should be this strong compared to a man and we're all the men and I'm like. One, you're stupid because like just just follow the story. The story tells like the main cast, the main star of the movie, just passed away. Like what are you what are you talking? He just passed away. Like he died. So this is them trying to scramble. Oh, and another thing, another spoiler alert. Um, they found a really good way to continue the legacy of T'Challa to where they they're not replacing him, but at the end, you know, Lupita was is the girlfriend. She had a son. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's T'Challa Jr. So you already know that. Yeah, so I this is going to be the next. Still, T'Challa, but not T'Challa. But, you know, that way they can continue. I thought they was really smart to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but he didn't grow up in Wakanda. He was in Haiti. So he was Haiti. And um, so it's going to be interesting. So, so it's going to be Haitian Panther. Um the next movie. So yo, get ready for that. Oh, get so, ready for that. They're going to tell so, you how they, how they beat France. <laughs> get ready for that. Now, funny enough, now, funny enough get in ready. the opening scenes, in the opening scenes of this movie, France attacked Wakanda and got the ass whooped. Oh yeah. That's so they, they basically like, why is everybody punking France, man? But Haitians going, but yes, that. So, so France is going to uh, attack Wakanda again. This time, Haitian Panther is going to stop it and uh, and make them kneel. But in, in, any takeaways from Black Panther? Like anything that you're looking for, KT? You know, as far as the next one, how they set it up. Like, what do you think is going to happen with with Namor? Because you know he he wasn't killed, so he's still mm-hmm. alive. His kingdom is still thriving under the sea. Yeah, and uh, it's going to yeah. be interesting because. Um, you know, the blue girl with the feathers, Lord, um, Namora. Yes. His cousin, Namora, was like, yo, you gave up the fight. What's going on? I thought we were supposed to be burning the world. What's going on? What, what's up? At the end. And Namor yep. was like, look, 
I'm biding my time. Like, chill out. We got to uh-huh. be patient because Wakanda thinks that we are allies now. But the world is coming for them. And when they do, that's our chance. So, that's our chance. Yep. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting um, when, you know, because, you know, France is mad. The U.S. is mad because they want what yep. Wakanda has. They were colonizers. Yeah, decolonizers. Decolonizers are mad. Okay. They are big mad. And um, because, you know, yes. Ramonda, Queen Ramonda was like, yeah, I don't trust y'all to handle what we got. Basically. So, <laughs> yep. They're like, you said you was going to give us some vibranium. We want the vibranium. And she was like, yeah, no. No, nah, because you white. And that. That's, that's basically, basically what she said. No, you yeah. white, and we don't trust you, so you ain't getting. We seen what y'all like my to mind. do. Now do something about it, right? Yep. So. That's mm-hmm. what he said. That's what that's that's what she mm-hmm. said. I just want to say, I glad I didn't watch the movie, um, but uh-huh. I, I just want to say this one thing on a social media level. Just super happy that all the Black Americans, no matter what country you from, America, Haiti. Any other Caribbean uh, country, all the African uh, countries, they all got on their rails, showed a uh, Wakanda outfit. Yeah, you know we did it a little bit more viral. I would say virally, if you want to use that term, compared to the uh, first Black Panther. It wasn't about just coming out in black this time. It was like, man, we coming in our kente cloth. We just we just come in mega Nigeria. I like that. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, I didn't like the divide that was going on on Facebook and Instagram where you have. It's not about just women. I'm about to say more than just women. Like women was just saying, screw all you black men. That's mad that this movie is about women empowerment. And I'm like, I thought it was about Black Panther. But okay, right, all right. And then guys just mad like, yo, man. They, this this whole little walkthrough about Chadwick Boseman is, is is ridiculous, and I'm like, first of all, and, and I just say this, and we get about here. Chadwick Boseman, and, and and this is some real shit in my opinion. I think that last year and a half of his life, those movies he put together. Listen, man, if you don't know you' about to die, I mean, listen, like the man put on like some of the in, in, like for him his greatest performances, and in some of those greatest performances, he were able to get. Nominated for uh, nominated for Academy Awards, he was in one of the most best selling movies, uh, action hero movies of all time in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Twenty One Bridges was a good uh, cop movie. Mm-hmm. The yep. Sweet Monterey, I, f- I forgot the one that was on Netflix. Um, that was a yep. good movie. That's the one that got him nominated really for an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Man, Ma Rainey, like this man. Black Bottom. Yes, ex- exactly. Yep. And he yep. did Third that Good man, too. He did the yeah, Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood yep. Marshall. Like, this man lived the one of the greatest lives in 18 months mm. than most people right. would ever have in their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like he and none of us even knew that he was sick like that. We exactly didn't even know it was going to go down. So man, just rest in peace to that goat, man. For mm-hmm. real, for real. Chadwick Boseman, man. Like he it, and they played that into the movie as yeah. well. That like in that little nuance, like you know, like. Wakanda and the people, they didn't know he was sick until he was literally on his mm-hmm. deathbed. Right. So they kind of nodded to that as well. But of course, they just did it in a very classy mm-hmm. way. 
uh, you know, and they kind of played it up to that's just how strong he was and how committed he was uh, to where, you know, he wouldn't let that stop him and he still managed to do what he did. But yeah, like the last 18 months to two years, um, you just wouldn't know. Now, also during that time, it, it was also a big like, yo, because people were kind of noticing him how much weight and stuff mm-hmm. he was losing. Like, he was looking really small and really frail. And everyone was, ha, ha, he, he, what's going on here? And then he passed, and you realize, oh, he was actually battling cancer. Mm. Um, but I also saw some of that divide. It was probably, like, the second part I was going to get into, just, you know, women too focused on, oh, this was about women empowerment, men talking about, you know, or either complaining about the women's empowerment type right. thing or right. the, the ploy to remove the man to make – uh, the woman replaced them and all, all, all that stupid feminism, right. red pill type right. stuff that it just, it's just, it's ridiculous to watch. And it, it, it has taken over social media where everybody got this super expert opinion about how a man gets a woman, how a woman gets a man, woman's worth, man's worth, high value man, high value, like all that type of stuff. Honestly, it's like, that's just one thing I just vowed. I'm never going to get into because Everyone sounds stupid to me when when it comes to that. So, you know, and it, 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 it's sad that that trickled into this movie that's supposed to bring us all together. Now, for the most part, I believe it did. Like I said, I love people showing up in, in their Wakanda outfits, the daishikis right. and, the, you know, the African print thing. People was putting on performances, yeah. dance routines and choreography stuff. I thought that was really dope. Really, really, really dope. Um you know, but it was just like that part. And, and of course, you know, you got your white conservatives uh, and your NVCs that had their typical NVC type criticisms about it. Um, but who the hell cares? That's just to be expected. You know, you, you would, black people get celebrated about something and they always got some sort of gripe mm-hmm. about it. But that type of stuff, I was like, y'all cut it out. Cut it out. I was like, just simply following the story explains why things are the way they are because it was like you had Chadwick Boseman, you had Forrest Whitaker, you had um, Michael B. Jordan. Unfortunately, Forrest Whitaker and Michael B. Jordan was killed. Now, Michael B. Jordan came back uh, for a little cameo in, in the afterlife, but, you know, everyone else were really, really, really amazing women actresses. So it was like, who wouldn't go to a movie that featured Angela Bassett, Lupita, Letitia? Stop right there. Um, Lupita. She's gorgeous. And she was dope in this She's movie. Gorgeous. Sorry, Kyle. Yes. She is. She was dope in this movie. So it's like every all of them put on amazing performances. Yeah. Especially that Angela Bassett. Damn that Angela Bassett. And I was like, God, oh, they just had to kill her, man. And I was like, oh man, they really had to kill her. But you know, but overall, I thought it was a dope movie. It is something that I will keep in the collection because I normally don't even buy movies like that. But I will buy this one. I bought the first one. I'm gonna buy this one too. Um, just so you know, that this this is something that I I will love to show my kids. This is us. Like you you this is you in this, and uh, so that was a real big moment for us. Can't wait to see what they do with, with the next installment. They already announced that yeah, another Black Panther movie is coming. I don't know if it's going to take another four years or so, but either way, I'm in there, you know. And that's that's just is what it is. So I'm excited about Kang. 
does anybody still? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. See, that's Jonathan Majors, yeah. and you know, and I can go on a whole tangent about Jonathan Majors because that, that's I say this all the time when someone mentions Jonathan Majors, like that that Negro is working. Yeah, he, is. he got like literally like five movies coming out <clears throat> in the next yeah. year, like five big blockbuster movies coming out, and he's featured in all of them. Not like some side role. He's like the main guy in all five of these movies that's coming out in like three, the next year. Three. Young Black so, Hollywood is is stepping up in a in a in a huge way. A huge oh yeah, because you got. Daniel Kalia. Yeah. Um, yep. You got Lakeith's Lakeith Stakefield. Yep. Lakeith Stakefield. Right yep. like, in my opinion, I think there are, well, Michael B. Jordan may be top of the line, but as far as like acting, like the skill of mm-hmm. acting, I yes. think those two are like, they're yeah. the ones. Yes. See, um, Lakeith Stanfield is so is, good. I don't think I would ever be able, I don't think I will ever be able to trust him in real life <laughs> right. yeah. because yeah. he, the, yeah. the roles he plays yeah. are so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And especially those shifty type characters he, he plays. Chappelle look. Yes. He just looked like a shifty <laughs> dude. Like, yo, like, yo, yes. you in this skit, Chappelle. Like, nah, chill. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Trust me. I got this. No, no, we don't trust you. Get out. Get out the Right. No. Nah. I don't think I will. I don't think I could ever be friends with Lakeith Stanfield mm-hmm. in real life because I would never be able to trust him because well. he plays these roles so well. Yeah, so well. So well, man. Right. Yeah, he's a dope, dope actor, yeah. man. Dope actor. And you got Denzel's son. Like, now, nah, Denzel's son and Michael B. Jordan, yes. they're under them. They're under those two, in my opinion. Yes. Boom. Yep. Then I got Jonathan Majors, but but only because he's the he's the one that's not as known. Right. Yeah. His I can go with acting that. is better than the two I just spoke yeah. of, Michael B. Yeah. And uh, John David Washington. Yeah. But yep. those two are known. And, and again, Michael B. Jordan... He's the megastar out of all of them, though. He's the megastar. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. He's the two-time sexiest man alive in one of them. You know what I mean? Like, this is what they calling this man. You know what I'm saying? But, yes. yeah, again, young black Hollywood. Then you got the sister, the one that's dating uh, Tom Holland, the, the short white dude. Uh, uh, Zendaya. 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 She was in, Zendaya. She was in the newest yes. Batman. That was, cr- yo, listen. The newest Batman was crazy. I don't but no, 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 no. no I, that, that wasn't Zendaya. That was, uh, um, no. no. Um, that's her name, what? The daughter, um, um Zoe Kravitz. Zoe, um, Kravitz. But her name is like Zin, her name is like Zendiza something like that. But it's Z. Yeah. Tom, but no, it's, there's there's Z- Zendaya. That's the one who's dating the uh, the short Spider Man dude. Yeah, yeah. Zoe Kravitz was in the new Batman where she played Catwoman. But well, that was her. That was yeah. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, put both yep. of them in in the category because they're playing these big time pop movies now. You know what I'm saying? It's not like right. these like an independent Black American film. Nothing, nothing wrong with that, by the way. I'm just saying, like they're play, true. They're playing a role that Zac Efron would have easily got, no problem. That's, exactly. That's yeah, it's, it's it's not a another retelling of Boys in the Hood type movie. That's all. It's not saying. Friday, and there's nothing yeah, wrong with that. If somebody would make it, it makes it good. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just that that's what we usually see our people. That's the next generation up. Yep. You know what I mean? So. And and that's a really good list. Like when you think about as far as young black. Actors and actresses that's like coming up and really starting to get the shine. Right. Like that, that's a really dope list. You know, to think about. You know what they, they all have in common? You know what they all have in common? What they got in common? They don't work with Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme that said Tyler Perry's looking at this movie, uh, Black Panther, and he's thinking, hmm. Madea goes to Wakanda <laughs> and make five hundred million dollars off of all the eighty-year-old black people in America, yeah. But that you know what? He made plan. his money off of that too because they use his studios. 
That's that's true. Hey, listen, yeah. listen, Tyler Perry, yeah. that dude. I, I, you know, I ain't gonna knock him too much. You know, what I'm saying he, he is for a certain demographic of people that look like us. And yeah. you know what? Sure. I'm not gonna. That's 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 all. That's all the props I'm going to give him. When I uh-huh. watch the shows for 40, 50, 60 minutes, I am like, I heard there's an NBA game on right now. <laughs> like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I feel like there's For a- the most part, mm-hmm. it's like you already know what's <laughs> going to happen. There's only like three plots. And then you just kind of throw a whole bunch of plot twists and crazy moments in there. And there's your show. And I, I, I really would like to see him do more collaborative efforts yeah. with other black writers. Like, you know, we, we talked about this before, like your Issa Rae's, like, you know, some, some of those types. Like, cause I think things, I think it would revitalize his body of work moving yeah. forward. His um, plays, but I know I just think his plays his were ethic, really good. Like yes. I enjoyed his plays. Just the the great. spontaneity yes. of a lot of it, like a lot of stuff, he was just ad libbing. It improv. was a lot of improv, yes. and it was good stuff. But when he got into like the movies and stuff, I feel like he was just putting stuff out left and right that it wasn't quality. It became quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. And and that's yes. what I because you know I'm a low key writer on you know I've been writing since I was young um, I do love to write stories I'm uh-huh. I'm really into um, really good storylines I I always love when a character yeah just <laughs> I can't I can't, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the both of you actually. Um <laughs> I love a good storyline. I love when uh ca- there's really good character development. I love when you have a complex character that is supposed to be bad but you're still wanting to root for them. You know, that's good writing. So I just I just love yes. I love all of that and I'm sorry the geek in me is coming out but I love all of that and I feel like he and he was a source of inspiration for me like way back when he first started um I do feel like he lost some of his appeal when he started doing movies and just kind of tailoring things for you know, those big old studios stuff that they would, you know, accept instead of really yeah. remaining authentic, but whatever, you know, he's still where he is now. And I can't be it's, mad. It's basically what you said. <laughs> yeah. It's basically what you said. You know, it was, it was quantity over quality and it's exactly what Nas says. It's like, this is my base. These are the people who support me. I'm going to keep making stuff for them. Enough. And I'm gonna put it out in 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 the different wrappings, but the same thing, just different presentations. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna keep feeding my machine, and it and that's just it for him, what it is. So, 
That's just basically what happens. Yes. So what other black know? man He's got a, great a big old studio compound yes. on Confederate ground? Well, I, I mean, mean when you when you when you when you don't want to pay well first well, no, let's 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 let you giving that man too many flowers. Let's take some tulips back for a second. When you sit there and you hire a bunch of people that you don't deem as talented as you. Uh-huh. And you say, I'm doing all the writing. I'm doing all the casting. All these actors. I basically act like I'm really the only actor. These motherfuckers just doing what I'm telling them to do. Like he's finding a way to get every single dollar out of his production. That's all it really is. Again, I, I And he I, admits I, that. No, no, it's nothing. Look, to be honest with you, there's nothing technically wrong with it my wow. gripe is once you get again, to a certain we spoke, level we spoke about this before spread Dr. some of that around what you want to say Katie? you said once you get a certain level what once you get to a certain level spread some of that around like mm-hmm. help other black folk get to Good. a higher level you know what i mean that's what i feel my man with the ashy knees <laughs> mr brown is ne- like and don't yo the dude talented yo the dude like yep. that character is just as good as Medina. Mm-hmm. Why can't that character? I mean, he had to meet the Browns one good time, but but why can't that be like you know? It ain't got to be like Medea all the way, but it could be Medea part two where he got to like you know, uh, Mister Brown goes to jail or Mister Brown goes to Wakanda. Some shit. It could be that. I got no issue with that. Yep. Again, name me an actor, a male actor that you don't know that he has groomed, and now that person can explode and be the next star that's why i made the joke like all the dope black people that we know they don't work with him you know what i'm saying because he ain't the type that's going to put you on and and create a role for you that's going to transcend Mm -hmm. spike lee did that for denzel washington Mm -hmm. hell spike lee did that for denzel washington's son you know what i'm saying with with that the klansman movie Mm -hmm. movie you know what i'm saying so i said movie movie you know what i mean so yeah that's just my thing with tyler perry it's like yo man you see dante you seen the source, you KT just said she right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hire us. Like, we already like some Instagram heads and want to be on social media. It's like, well, you know, we're going, we'll, if you could put us on a higher plat- plateau, we'll do our part on the social media and have yes. people following us and just go from there. You know what I mean? That's that's just my bigger thing. That's, and so with that, I will have to give big props to Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because he had the wherewithal to say, hey. I would love to use the studio that you have. Yes. Mr. Perry. Yes. And that's all I need from you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, and that's all I need. Just you allow me to us to. No, no, no. Of course not. No, Tyler, I got this. <laughs> I can write the whole movie script for you in two hours. Just <laughs> let me, I can do it. Just let me get my coffee. Let me take a little nap. Go in my prayer closet. What, Black Panther 2, mm-hmm. I have it for you. Nah, it's all good, Mr. Perry. I can, I, it's all good. Is Michael, he might go in his... Is Michael B. Jordan going to be there? You send him directly to my room. <laughs> he sent that nigga directly oh my God, to my no. dressing room. I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Michael. Oh, no. I know you like Lori. He probably fuck around and buy Lori just for Michael to just get in there. I got Lori in my trailer right now, motherfucker. Hurry up. <laughs> what? We, we, we want to discuss a role. A co-star. <laughs> we want to... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Something is wrong with us. I, you, you know what, what else is going wrong right now? And that's good old Twitter. So I want to um, celebrate that I am now officially verified on Twitter. I got my blue check. What? And I'm in there. 
And like I'm yeah, yeah, I made it. Nigga, we made it. I am there. So I am verified. You know? You paid that money. Me. You know what? I paid that eight dollars and I got my <laughs> <laughs> and I made a couple more. I made a couple more accounts to where you know I'm basically tweeting at myself. I made an account and pay. I pay twenty four dollars total. One account is me, talk my credo, and then I made another account and I'm posing as P Diddy. I got another <laughs> account that I'm posing. <laughs> take that, that. Take that. Take I'm posing that. as Denzel Washington. And I'm just making tweets. Everybody go listen to Act Talk My Credo because he is the best. And he got the best. Another one I got Diddy talking about, hey, y'all get me the, the number to the late night flight because I got some I got some deals I want to talk you to. You got one. And this shit is picking up. It's picking up. Khaled, you forgot. You got DJ I got, Khaled. I got too. another one. Oh, I forgot. Actually, yes, I forgot. I paid $32 and I made one where I got DJ Khaled. And then I just added all of us and I was like, another one. <laughs> and then I got everybody coming after us. So, you know what? Like, I'm playing this Twitter game for, listen, <laughs> listen, for, for, for 30, listen, it's almost like feed the children all over again. So, for $32, I'm about to get us viral. Finally. Finally. Yes. And until I got them all banned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> until now they're banned. But all jokes aside, man, right now, even as we speak, they're not, they're giving Twitter literally uh, the, the end of the year to where it will basically implode because Elon Musk has officially bought Twitter for $44 billion. Um, He tried to back out of the deal, but the the people at Twitter was like, oh no, oh no, no, you you said you was gonna do it, so you gonna do it. They basically made them do it. So they told me Twitter didn't even want Twitter, <laughs> and uh, I'm just I'm just saying, Twitter strong armed Elon Musk into buying Twitter. <laughs> Elon Musk buys Twitter, and he says everybody out. He he did a Jesus flip the table like they get out of here right now, fired everybody. Everybody was like, well fuck it, I'm I'm out of here. Things started to go bad. Elon Musk said, oh, no, I'm joking, y'all. Come on back <laughs> in here. I was just joking. We can. We got off on the wrong foot. Tesla's for everybody. <laughs> come on back. Come on back. Right? They come back. He's like, all right, now these are the changes we're going to make. Now, y- y'all want a blue check? You got to pay for that. $8. $8. You want your blue check? You pay that. But what he didn't realize was that the most toxic place on the internet is Twitter. It's Twitter. So you're going to find some people that's like, Oh, Oh, that's all I got to do to be verified. So now you had millions of fake accounts that pay $8 and they were, they were tweeting so much crazy shit that it literally affected stock markets. (laughs) Stock market because people thought that this company was really saying the things that they were saying. And, you know, outside of the racism that just took over because everybody was just being overtly racist now, but it was just so overt. It was really funny. It was very entertaining. Someone would tweet something about a basketball game or someone would reply, shut up, nigger. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, it was hilarious. So now, so now we got to go and roll this blue check thing back. And um, 
<laughs> so they got to roll the blue thing back. Wait a minute. Now we got to start banning a bunch of things. But then he made some more changes, and now even more people have quit again. And there's no one there to to help with some of the things. So Twitter has actually gone down in a few countries to where um, people who would work on facilitating Twitter for those particular countries are not there anymore. So different bugs and stuff is happening, and Twitter is imploding on themselves. Um, Elon Musk cannot put out this fire uh, as faster than this fire is spreading. And people, especially black Twitter, for the last week or so, have been mourning the imminent demise of Twitter. And um, have you guys used Twitter in the last year or so? When was the last time you guys actually used Twitter? Um, I don't really tweet. I just go look at stuff sometimes. Yes. So it's not often, but every now and then I'll go on there and look at something. But yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't. There's no disrespect to Twitter. Twitter. It, no disrespect to Twitter. Um, I just I look at Twitter as the news media, social media place. It's just the place where you like where all the important people in the world or in America go and say their thing, and then people that are on our level, we will go watch them say something. I never liked that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel social, technically, in this place. When I see people that, like, normal, everyday people that's on Twitter, mind you, they only got 160 characters to say something. They ain't saying nothing anyway. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't know. Like, we got Instagram. We got Twitter. We got TikTok. We got Facebook. We got LinkedIn. It's, 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 yo, it's too many parties, man, in my opinion. But I know we got more to talk about with the Insta- with, with, with Twitter. So go ahead, Dante. You know what I mean? I, I'm just waiting for the question so I could drop this hammer. Hmm. I, honestly, that's basically the Twitter drama in a nutshell. It was right. bought, and since Elon Musk has bought it, mm-hmm. it's been a dumpster fire, even more than what it already is. So here's because the- now there's not even people administrating mm-hmm. to even keep Twitter running, and it's dying. So here's the thing, and I think that's where uh, Mr. Jack, the guy that ran Twitter in the first place, he know mm-hmm. Zuckerberg. They know social media is going to die at some point. Now, don't get me wrong; it may not die for another twenty years, but that money may die down. Where a billionaire like Mark Zuckerberg, a billionaire like Elon Musk, going to be at that shit? Like this ain't making no sense for me. Mm-hmm. But it already happened. Like, like right. I believe the first step happened. Like, because if you if you remember a few years ago, Disney was in talks of trying to buy Twitter. Mm. And then when they started looking into the platform of Twitter, what goes on on Twitter, they said, oh, hell no. Nope, never mind. I'm not touching that. Because there's... There's... There is fraudulence in social media that people don't want to discuss because there are a lot of introverts that would... Like, yo, if you're a person that want to be in the house all day, don't really want to talk to people, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I am talking about you, Dante. You know what I'm saying? But, yep. but Dante is, is 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 an outliner because he don't really want to be on social media. Like he he really he's the guy with the tin for you that just want to be in his basement and don't talk to him. Like just don't talk to him. He's okay. He got yep. a bunch of chunky Campbell soup. He has his wife. He has his kids. He's fine. Leave him alone. He's in his cave. Yep. Yep. But there's a lot of keyboard gangsters. Let's keep it real. 
That's in their mama's yep. basement, in their grandmama's basement, and they damn near 32 to 40 years old, and they got to say something because ain't nobody heard them say anything all effing day. You know what I mean? Right. And you got yep. a lot of those. I mean, a lot of those. You know That's fact. Some of yes. them even turned into Alex Jones. You know what I'm saying? Got successful. So it's like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know right. Until, until, until you end up having to pay back a billion dollars for the stupid shit you say. I didn't say that shit. I didn't say that <laughs> I was talking about Superstorm Sandy, not Sandy Hook. Wrong Sandy. My goodness. I thought it was talking about Stormy. I, I had some Stormy yeah. too. I had Stormy Daniels yeah, too. I, I, I was talking about a documentary. I saw Sandy Does Seattle. That's, yeah. what, I That's what I was talking about. We'll do a Kanye rendition. I was watching yeah. this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> they said something about fentanyl and Mitch McConnell. I was like, this is bullshit. Nah. <laughs> but no, but like, I honestly thought. And I know people ain't gonna like this because you know, like, like what I I hate when people again people because this is I think this is more about people that's us, not the stars. Yeah. Celebrities are going like mind you, if I'm Michael B. Jordan and I got forty million followers on Twitter, I'm just throwing out a number. I don't know how many followers he actually have, but I'm pretty sure it's close to that number. Like, you you you're making money off of that page basically. You selling your yep. movie, you selling, if you got a, a, a pair of sweatpants, you can sell that. Whatever you want, people going to buy that. You might go be Jordan on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're one of us, we just customers. I don't want to deal with that. I love that $8 blue check rule because it shows that social media is nothing but advertisement. It's BS. It's BS. Yep. I read an article um, that some guy basically did a, a, a fake Adam Schefter. And was just throwing out takes, but he had that he had the eight dollar um blue check mark, and people got mad because people was following him, reacting to him. And my thing is, hold up, y'all mad at the person that is telling you that he's the fake Adam Schefter, and y'all want to sit there and go retweet whatever he say? Why are we not checking the men and the women in the mirror that are doing this shit? But right. again. Mark Zuckerberg and whoever runs Twitter now and LinkedIn and all that, they're not going to check people on that because they don't care about that. They care about as many people get on here because the more people on here, the more advertisement they can get. That's all they care about. If every yep. single American can subscribe to Twitter, like you know, imagine if they got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. It makes all the people that run those channels rich. When, uh, you know, I'm not throwing out names. I'll, I'll say this. People in my, my circle gave me an article about YouTube giving out grants. I, I'm pretty sure you, you, you read this too, uh, Dante, because you're, you're someone like me. Um, they was giving out grants for $300,000 yep. just to be on YouTube. And they presented this to me. I'm like, yo, I am hurt. You really believe that? What do you mean? You ain't gonna know until you try. Hey, yo, my man, I'm not a child. Don't talk. I will, I will fight you. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> yeah. What makes you think YouTube wanna give somebody three hundred thousand dollars just for being uploaded on YouTube? They got everybody doing that anyway, with a bunch of thirty views, forty views, six views. They don't care. It's about advertisement. All you motherfuckers get a podcast. Hurry up, because right. we got the platform. That's all it is, you know what I'm saying? So um, I, I actually thought that mayhem that Elon Musk wanted to do was brilliant. But again, you're not going to have, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, when I tell people how I feel about Instagram, like, matter of fact, I say this real fast. And whatever you're going to say, Dante, whatever you're going to say. So my boy Teddy Bear Jers, he got an album. And 
I'm just be like, yo, my man, like, you got 4,000 followers on Instagram. You're like, yeah. I'm like, yo, how you feel about your content? Though? Like, when you make your content, I, I really like what you got going on. I'm going to be honest with you, daddy. What you got going on is pretty dope. It's okay. Like, I'm not knocking it. Like, if you were an artist that had 300,000 followers, I'd be looking at your content like, yo, this my man. I can follow him. Like, he dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, mom, you just a regular dude from New Jersey doing this. So what you got to do now is play micro-influencer. You got to find a way to get a 1,000 of those 4,000 people that want to rock out with you no matter what. Because imagine if you use your album, your next album. Let's say, call it Bear Witness. I don't know. Bear Witness, you want to sell that for 3 to $5. Let's just say $5. It's a flat number. 5 bucks. So a 1,000 people going to buy your album by going on teddybearjers.com. Not Instagram. Not Twitter. Not Facebook. Not LinkedIn. TeddyBearJurs.com. And they go there, they copy your album because they fuck with you, they love you for five dollars. What's five dollars? Five dollars. So what just happened, Dante? What just happened, KT? A thousand times five, that's five thousand dollars going to you. You ain't had to go through Insta. I mean, you can use your Instagram just to tell people go to the website, sure. But right. That's it. I mean, realistically, if there wasn't no social media running around, you just use the flyers, whatever. Go to this website. Oh, you got a website? Yeah, teddybearjurors.com. Because honestly, the social media, they're blocking that. Like, like there's some third-party middleman that's blocking your independence. You think you're going independent because Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is free. It's free 99 for you, but it's really not that free. Like, it's free to use it. But your likeness and image on that shit is theirs. Mm-hmm. Is theirs, right? Until you delete it and just say, I don't want to be here. So when I die, don't have me on Facebook talking about something. This my nigga. Don't erase all my shit. Fuck that. Erase it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you don't know that I passed away. It wasn't for you to know on social media. You're supposed to be at the funeral if you wanted to be there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it is what it is with that. I just, I love the mayhem that I, I think, well, Elon Musk is a lot of different things, <laughs> but I enjoy his mayhem. I really do. Um, he 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 gets he gets a lot of things on a level that some normal everyday people just don't. Um, and yeah, that's that's all I really got to say about that. I just really I I hope that Teddy Bear Jersey a Jersey Teddy Bear Jersey story really enlightens some people when they watch that because people talk about this independence and how they have these side hustles to get what they get, and I really want them to realize that this third party middleman that is known as social media is actually effing up your shit on a low. Just want people to know. Yep. I I would agree. Um, and you you see that influence that started from Twitter and it trickles on to every other social media platform out there. Like um to the point to where they all tend to basically work and function the same way. Because I don't see a difference now between the functionality of Twitter and Instagram. I don't see the difference in functionality between Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, especially now because they're owned by the same people. I don't see the difference now between Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, and name any other one. So like I, I don't there is no difference whatsoever, especially when you think one is quote unquote better than the other. It's literally the same. It's the same because the longer you stay on one, it's better, and and it's a, a a double win if I can get you to spend X amount of time and engagement on Facebook, and then you go spend X amount of time on Instagram, and then go do a few TikTok videos. Oh, I got you, I got you because all I need is for you to be there, and yeah, get your content out, 
Do everything you need to do. Now, while you're trying to make it, just you being on there yep. is, is money for me. Mm-hmm. Just you being on there. You being- now, you have the opportunity that maybe things can happen and, and opportunities can come from, and if it does, great. But more often than not, just playing the numbers game, you probably won't. But even if you won't or don't, for whatever reason, I will. God did. All right. And uh, right. that's right. That's basically that's that. Right. And that, that's right. basically that. So, you know, I also think that, you know, well, one, I will uh, agree and concur and confirm that, yes, I am the guy to where if I can just sit in, in my little man cave and play my little video games and do my little music, put out my little podcast and stuff, and I don't have to engage with anybody, trust me, that will be the life for me. Like, if I can do this, hit upload, and then go and not touch my phone, because I'll put my phone down, and I will lose it in the house. Like, what did I do with my phone? Uh, And, like, I, I would just do that. Trust me, that would be the life for me. It would be dope. And then, you know, Niles will have to come cuss me out, because I ain't spoke as anything in a couple of weeks. I got to move out. But- 15 raccoons just to come to your door, <laughs> step if you will. Before we <laughs> So, you know, but get this man, get your husband off the fucking cabin, man. (laughs) Just off the grid, man, off the grid. But um, I do see social media either making uh, one or two turns. My personal belief is that I believe social media is going to die. And like like I said, before you maybe before you though. N- not before me, not before me, but I do see the decline to where I do feel like it will implode upon himself because, and you, you see it now because it started off as you can say and do whatever you want to, mm-hmm. but now more and more things are being quote unquote censored, mm-hmm. being taken away. Now there is the, the fight to, um, to debunk, misinformation and false information that people are giving out there. There's so many of these different things that's now, I don't want to say hindering what you say, but basically, well, I'll say monitoring, monitoring the things you say to where regardless, we have the ability to silence and remove you. If what you say doesn't line up with our terms and conditions. Mm -hmm. So I, I see that, and people are trying to make their own social media platforms, but it's just not the same. Like, you know, um, Kanye West is trying to buy the Donald Trump parlor joint, but who's going to parlor? No one's even using parlor. So, you know, I think these things is a very slippery slope and I see us tumbling all the way down um, to where it's just going to implode on itself. And yeah, that's just what I think about it. Well, so this whole Twitter thing is crazy. Well, I will say this. All those people that was in Mar-a-Lago watching Donald Trump say that he's running for president, <laughs> they definitely was on parlor. All those people that was running the Capitol on January the Ar- uh, Resurrection, Facts. they were Facts. on fucking parlor, okay? Facts. I ain't even, know- like, first of all, I definitely know there's a lot of white people in this country, but I did not know they all just had an email share and was like, we'll be there. When is it? Yep. Wednesday? Wednesday? Okay. I mean, it's I'm Monday there. now, but... RSVP. Let me, let me just go ahead and get my ticket right now. Uh huh. Oh, Spirit has only got yeah. for forty bucks. I'll yeah. get that right now. For real. 
Yeah, be like, will a 10 plus two? Plus I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bring your white. Plus two. <laughs> bring yes. your white. No, bring. Not robe. We can't, we, can't wear, we can't wear that. We, we, no, you know. no, not those, but. Come as you yeah. are in the house of the, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My man came in. A- <laughs> he came in looking like Kirk Cousins. Like, man, fuck the cat. Yes, he did. ready. <laughs> Eight seven seven cash <laughs> That's what. Oh, God. I can't. That's what he did. That's <laughs> funny, man. That's funny. Listen, speaking of you know monitoring and speech and things, I want to dive into something that I know we've been waiting to dive into. Into oh please, and, and we, we got to talk about Dave Chappelle. We got to talk about Dave Chappelle because. <laughs> Uh, for those who's listening who don't know what we're talking about, you know, Dave Chappelle recently over the weekend, uh, the date of this recording is uh, November 21st, but over the weekend he appeared on SNL and he gave a monologue. One, one thing about Dave Chappelle, like he, would I be reaching if I would say like voice of the culture type of thing? Don't make me cry. Yeah. Like, don't make me like, cry. You're going to make me cry right now, yo. Don't do that. Cause what, yo, first of all, I'm going to say this. I'm gonna try my best to, to say this in a minute, thirty seconds. Every time I say like uh-huh. a time, you should clock me. That should be like a new little gimmick. You know what I'm saying? You know that should be like way over yes. a minute thirty. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to make that a joke, yo. But I'm trying, I'm trying to no, for real, yo. The reason why Dave Chappelle is not the voice. Uh, if he's the voice, he's the voice of just all people under forty years old. He's not the voice of black people. Not the voice of our culture. true. Yes, because yeah, a lot, black, a lot of black people don't find him funny, which is. That's true. It's, yeah. it's troubling for me that when I meet a woman, I'm on a date, and they be like, they sure not that funny. Hey, yo, check, please. Yo, get her, get her out there. Yeah. Get up. This, get up. this is true. Get up. This is true. Yes. Get up. Oh, I don't get me wrong. Martin Morris is funny, but no, baby, like, date, no, th- no, this is who you need to be listening to right here. Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Even if he yes. don't make you laugh, you need to listen to what this man just said. Like, he just, sorry. but, but continue, Dante. I'm sorry. I, but no, I, I, w- I would say I, I, I had, though, these interactions before where you know i'm like i'll say something about dave Chappelle, and, and they'll be like oh, i like kevin hart all right i mean i like kevin hart but yeah there you go i, I like that's just that's dave just Chappelle is so much better <laughs> what uh, uh so you know uh, it, it's just i don't know i i say that and, and I, I know um and i i mean the culture as far as just just American culture. Then yes, I, I, I really wouldn't even say black culture because yes. again, a lot of black people don't rock with Dave Chappelle no. like that, and it is troubling. It's troubling. It is concerning because you know he just has a way of incorporating what's happening, the mm-hmm. most hot button topics, yes. and he presents it in a way where it was like it's hilarious, but it's also so deep to yes. where you can have a full dialogue about it. Yeah, about a about a technically a joke. Mm-hmm. I cried. You know. Though, so the main thing I knew, I knew this is about to be a classic performance. Yes, and I'm 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 just going to play the opening segment. Oh, please, to where just I'm I'm gonna play the opening segment. I love you (laughs) of Dave Chappelle's monologue, and from this point on, you just knew. Oh, we're, we're we're in for a classic here. Oh my God.
Thank you very much for being here. Uh, but before I start tonight, I just wanted to read a brief statement that I prepared. <laughs> I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time. <laughs> 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 and that is that kill it and just like that <laughs> and just like that it just you know man it, it, it just and for the next 14 minutes it's just Comedy absolute gold. gold um yeah just because again he has just this uncanny ability to where he takes these topics that are so sensitive, so triggering, and he presents them in a way to where one, all of his conclusion and jokes and punchlines are common sense things, common sense things, but it also is presented in a way that it challenges you. Yes. To where it, again, my, my best description of Dave Chappelle's work is he holds a mirror up to society mm -hmm. like this is you like this is you now now let's talk about you and you know it, it's just a just a masterful performance so Naj you said you cried I cried yeah I cried t t talk to me man well, talk to me I, I kind of feel like I need a question so I can go into some stuff I'm gonna just say okay. one thing but I, need, I really need you to give me a question so I can go, into, you. Okay. go into this because I'm like the first one he did a few years ago when Donald Trump got elected was something yes. special. And, and it wasn't even, like, I, I look, it wasn't even as funny as what this was. Yeah, it was you know more but it was, it was just more, I would say, that was that, that, that speech. That was that, let me give you this speech real fast. And it was, and honestly, I don't think people realize that was, it wasn't very black American, but it came from a black, it was black American. He basically yes. said something that, that I felt about, um, when Donald Trump got elected, it was like, listen, man, I'm going to just put my, you know, I'm going to put my knee down, Kaepernick style, let you whites go figure this out. I said, yo, he understands, like, he understands. And people don't want to, they don't want to giggle through that one. They want to be quiet, like, he wrong for that. He not wrong for that. That's, it's the common sense of it. Why would I stand with either one of these people when, when both of these people do not stand with the people that look like me? I'm sorry. Right. I can't rock with you. And when you tell people that even look like us and they, we talk that, we may look like, you know, the raccoons. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And all that type of stuff. And it's like, yo, it's the common sense of it. Where's your common sense at? You know what I mean? They, people ain't gonna let a little thing like common sense get in the way of their dumbass logic for some reason. But anyway, let's get into to this right. right here. And you, again, ask me the question, but I just want to say this one thing. The man right. started, like they did their usual Saturday Night Live thing, but they did um, the Black National Anthem. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? I want people to like, pay, like, yo, if you don't like this man, I want you to understand something. Cat Williams, Martin Lawrence, Mike Epps, they ain't doing that shit, okay? They ain't doing oh. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he lets you know, 
I'm going to come with this black perspective. Like, it's just happening. Just be quiet, and it's about to happen. You're going to have to just let it be known. You know how I know? And I'll say this one thing, but you got to ask me a question. I'm dead ass. When he said you can't blame black America on what's going on with the Jewish community, no one said nothing. That should let you know how real the racism is in this country. Because... Any group of people are ready and willing. Gay people, out, no disrespect gay people, I'm here to bring you in this, but you too, are willing to make black America take the fall for everything. You're still ready for that to happen. And that's fucked up because we are excelling, elevating, doing our thing. Not only just in sports, in corporate, in everything now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're here. We're not going nowhere. All right? And you still are willing to say whatever a Jew American believe, whatever a white American believe, you should be the same way. When you say you should cancel Kanye or I'm not listening to his music for a little while, you a fool. That's what they want you to do. They want you to, they want you to disrespect the people that look like you. They want us to be in chaos with each other because they know if we stand together united, it's to be a whole nother hassle. We're the Ukrainians. We come over here like Russia. You ain't just taking this shit over. Nigga, I will kill you tonight. What's up? Yeah, but anyway, ask me a question, please. <laughs> yes. So I'm I'm a shift over because I do have a question. I actually have a couple. Okay. So, KT, your initial reaction when you saw Dave Chappelle and you listened to what he said, how did you feel when it comes to Dave Chappelle's ability? Because again, he has his ability to represent us and speak for us in a particular way. So when he's speaking, the feeling when it comes to me calling him the voice of the culture, do you echo those sentiments or was that a different reaction that, that you had for it? Look, it ain't no secret that I love Dave Chappelle. I think he is the best comedian of our generation. Like, he's the best. Um, Because not only does... It's just the way that he's able to talk about issues and really say what's on everybody's mind, particularly Black people's minds, and say it in a way that everybody can understand and everybody can laugh yes. at like he can break down the barriers between the races when he does his comedy now there are you know the little stuck up people who you know always got a problem with something he says oh this 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 uh monologue was anti-semitic oh it wasn't <laughs> like I'm so sick of people just <sighs> they don't actually it's like you don't even listen to what he's saying it's like you take one little clip and instead of listening to the whole thing getting the whole point you just want to take one little sound bite and turn it into something that it's not and it drives me insane well, speaking of that, this is you know this is going to go into uh, my question 
I'm going to ask Nas and I'm going to switch it back to you, KT. Because for those in context who want to know what's going on, of course, he spoke about the the alleged anti-Semitism from Kanye West and Kyrie Irving. And he spoke a lot of truths. He said a lot of things that sparked a discussion, which is, I believe, just a masterful thing that he does. Now, with that being said, a lot of people also criticized. There was a backlash for Dave Chappelle because they said that he, quote, normalized anti-Semitism. Because, and I'll, I'll give a quote from Jonathan Greenblatt. Now, I want you to remember this name because this name was very prevalent to how Kanye West got the treatment he got to Kyrie Irving and how the, and the treatment he got because Jonathan Greenback is the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, the ADM. Now, he criticized Dave Chappelle uh, saying that, you know what, and I'm going to read this tweet, we shouldn't expect Dave Chappelle to serve as society's moral compass. He said it was very disturbing and and why are Jewish sensitivities denied or diminished in almost every turn? Why does our trauma trigger applause? I learned, and you know, so it's, and of course there was other people that came and said that, oh, Dave Chappelle is normalizing anti-Semitism and, you know, these, he's such a, now they add anti-Semite to his long list of transphobe, racist, homophobic, like 14 other phobics now add anti-Semitic to the description of who Dave Chappelle is. And it speaks to the trope that he literally said in the opening two minutes of his monologue. He says, I learned that there are two words you should never say in the English language. And those words are the Jews, the Jews. Nothing ever goes well for anyone after saying those two words right. together. And in it's almost as if like the Pied Piper, the way they came out. Oh, he's anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic. There's, there's been, I've, re, I've been reading so many books, so many excerpts of the tactic of the Jewish community that is, it rings true. We talked about it in our last pod from the different uh, music artists, actors, so on and so forth that any type of criticism towards the Jewish community, their first and most powerful tactic is to bring you as anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. That way it's a mean to break you, to silence you. Mm -hmm. And I would just say real quick before I ask the question, I came into this when I was listening to a hip hop song, all about the Benjamins, P. Diddy and the fam. You know, I'm listening to Jada Kiss, um, where EG's body, Jada Kiss, Jada Kiss. Mm -hmm. like you, you just, when Jada Kiss is rhyming, you just, just sit back, take notes. And then for a while, you know, even in the uncut version, he would say, you know, you should do what we do. Stack chips like, and I would wonder, what's being muted out there? What, what, what word is, are they muting out there? Then I finally hear, oh, you should do what we do. Stack chips like Hebrew. And I always wondered, that, that was my first introduction to why was that censored? What's what's so bad about it? And then I continued on with my life. And anytime I noticed that anyone that had any type of criticism towards the Jewish community, 
it automatically came up as being anti-Semitic and that person was always immediately removed, silenced, and humbled. There was only one man in my life that I saw that had very strategic, analytic criticisms as far as their role and the impact of his community and what they have done. And I saw the decades long fight of them trying to destroy this man as Louis Farrakhan. And I just noticed just the, the fight and the information that was being given. Like what he's saying is not spewing or promoting hate or prejudice or, you know, any type of, you know, violence toward this community. It's literally gaslighting. And let's just be honest. And so my question to you, Nas is one of them. If I were to tell you that the Jewish community are the creators of cancel culture, what would you say? I would say out of the 8 million, I'm just going by the stats that I'm hearing, the 8 million uh-huh. um, Americans that are Jew Americans, um, I think maybe 3 million of them are white, Jew American. And those white Jew Americans got a lot of money because like Kanye told you on Drink Champs, it ain't about the money you make. It's about the position. The position. And when Jew, here's the difference between Jew Americans and the black American. It may be more of us than the Jew American, quote unquote, because it's 8 million. Some of those 8 million are in positions of power. Oh, we just came up on Issa Rae. Let me ask y'all this. How the fuck Michael Rappaport running around making money all these damn years? I ain't seen Michael Rappaport in shit. I know he's a writer, but damn. But damn. Because they in a position of power. All right? That's what the Jews are. They're in a position of power. You got to be powerful in the 90s if you're just getting a word like Hebrew off your song when he basically gave you a compliment. That was throwing, uh, you know, yes. chips at you, Mr. Hebrew. Okay. A man said, I'm stacking chips like Hebrews, not like black people. We wasn't getting no money. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yo, the Dave Chappelle part when um I know he talked about the black American one, um, when he said everybody went quiet. But um, yo, man, I just I just really thought like from bell to bell, just very powerful speaking, but I like the Jewish American, what they have to understand is um, just like if you got that type of power that you have, because the black American don't, we don't we don't own nothing where we can be like, like we don't even own the NAACP. You know what I'm saying? We let some white woman just ran that for a little while. Like we don't run anything like and that's our fault. Right. Like that, like that's where Farrakhan I fucks with so hard when it comes to him, because he's just willing to say it's our fault. We can do this organization thing, no problem. Like, it can start with us. Y'all believe that the white brethren and the Jew American is just going to fork it over and hand it over to you. They haven't gave reparations yet. They're never going to do that. But the Jew American got it twice in two different countries. Right. It's like, yo, they don't want to get... Yo, imagine you being... You're a music artist. And you around friends. Let's say one of your friends is a videographer. And for some reason, you've been rapping, people like you, whatever the case may be. But for some reason, your videographer friend does not want to do your videos. It's like, yo, my man, you my man. Like, I would pay you. Like, you know, but you my man too. Like, you come in my house, hang out with my wife and kids. What's the problem? 
Never tell you why. Just never tell you why. And that's how the Jew American been working hip hop. It's like, I found a way to hit you off with some money, but in return, I get you through in perpetuity. You know what I'm saying? Like, I run you. They found a way to own us. And 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 I'm, I'm talking all this to make my one point. I don't know if you saw this clip that I put up on uh, the stories on IG. Like, I'm about to turn this IG story into, like, just a drive down the street, and you see a bunch of billboards. You know what I'm saying? And I found this clip with Malcolm X where they were asking Malcolm X, was he anti-Semitic? Uh, anti- yes, yes, I saw it. And he basically said, and this is the perfect thing. This is what, again, Kanye is not an orator, okay? This is why you need Malcolm X alive. You shouldn't have shot this man in the chest because he's very articulate. He, he knows how to speak in a language that everybody across the board can understand. He yes. said, you can't get mad at black people for describing who's exploiting them. We're telling you how they look. We didn't say, oh, fuck these Jew Rothschild ugly motherfuckers. Shahayim, I'm going to pass over. I'm going to burn your fucking Hanukkah candles. They didn't say none of that type of stuff. Mind you, I can say that right now on the Talk About Credo show. Not only because he don't give a fuck, but because I'm telling you, we don't do that shit. I'm just saying what right. we're going down. So we don't talk that talk at all, right? Now, I'm paying rent and a Jew person is exploiting me. I may say to the next person, yo, you got to watch out for the Jews. They may exploit you. But you have done it. You have shown that. No one's mad that you want to exploit. We just saying you're exploiting. No one wants to be exploited unless you're like promoting something. You know what I mean? But that's what is happening. It's a description. If you rob from me, KT, they're going to ask me, what did this person look like? Black woman. Five foot something, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? It's a description. You know what I mean? Race is a description. Who slapped you around? White male, tall, 6'4", 174 pounds. Like, you need these descriptions. You know what I'm saying? Who's running hip-hop? Jay-Z, right? No, no, it's actually like this Passover-looking brother with a rabbi suit. I don't know. Yes. It's about the position you have, and, and, and we're going to describe it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be like Imus. Like, like, what Imus did was bullshit. You don't talk about a Rucker basketball team and call them nappy-headed hoes. You could just say it's a bunch of black women. You ain't want to do that. Call them nappy-headed hoes. That's disrespectful. That's why you lose your job. So that's all I wanted to say about that. Not like, like unless you had another question, but is is the Jews are so powerful. They, like, just as powerful as white people where they're... They, they have the people that's above. They, they're above in Hollywood. They're above in the gay community. They're above in music. They're above in um, religion. Like, in my opinion, they're above in religion. Yeah. Like, yo, they got a whole week off to themselves. Even white Americans ain't got that. Even white Americans yeah. ain't got... Christmas is off only for three, four days. They got past... Oh, they got the whole... Like, the, every Hanukkah, they got a whole week. Shalom. You know what I mean? Shalom. It's It's... But they but they get mad when you when you point that out for some reason. Like I don't get that. Like they get mad when you point it out. You say Jew, you wrong. I don't get that. Like you know how long just we got saying to, Jew. Just, yeah, just saying, saying it. it. Like what do you mean? Like is is that what you are? You know what I mean? Like it's not a problem. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't get all that. Like I I never like that. 
And it's funny because in, in the world of wrestling, one of my favorite wrestlers is a Jew American. MJF is like, I love this guy. He cuts yeah. one brilliant promo after another after another. Um, but yeah, I, I never sat down and talked to a Jew American and just be like, yo, do you really believe this bullshit that's going on? Because I really believe they'd be like, no, nah, I do believe this bullshit going on. And it, is, it has to stop. Everybody's doing anti-Semitism. It's like, yo, it, they, they took our style, Dante. They took our style, yeah. KT. They took... Yeah. We're the ones supposed to be complaining about all the oppression that they do to us. Because it's real oppression going on. Like, now, we look like we got... We should be putting on Black Klansman outfits, Dante and KT. Like, now we out here. Yes. We out here burning houses and putting... Uh, black uh, unks up. We don't got no crosses. We'll put some black unks on your on your front porch and burn and burn your house. Like, I don't get it. The unks. Like, I don't get it. We ain't, we ain't doing that shit. Like, we too. Like, yo, in the, in the nineties, we make thought about it a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? We about to go to uh, Officer McKenzie house right now. I'm about to burn the unk and go and go have sex with his white wife. I ain't got no time for that. Now everybody got to work. You know what I'm saying? Nobody got no time. I'll, right. I'll kill two Jews right now. If I ain't got an Uber shift to go to, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I'm too busy. I'm too busy to be angry at groups of people right now. Man. Yeah, like, I ain't, I ain't got time to be doing all this stuff, man. I got mouths to feed. I'm just like, trying to just, survive. Okay? For real. Just, I'm in survival real. mode at this point. I don't have time to be anti-Semitic. Okay? I barely have time to even say that word. Right. We're in the world. Like, I. They asked me if I anti-Semitic. I was like, watch your mouth. I ain't had sex in years. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah, like, what are you you saying? What are you saying? I am drug free. What are you you saying? (laughs) What are you saying? I've I've been checked and tested. I am free. I ain't got no anti-Semitic. What is that? Is that an itch? What are you talking about? But, you know. What are you talking about? Schematics? I'm not in IT. What are you saying? Anti-Semitic. I don't know man, if I, I sent it to you. Ain't nobody actually putting um, no cement on here, man. I got, I got a towel on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> What's some drywall? What'd you say, KT? <laughs> I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but there was this, uh, there was this uh, lady that was talking about how uh, the Jewish community and the black community used to uh, work together. Uh, especially during the civil rights movement because both communities had experienced, you know, oppression. And then what happened along the way, the reason the relations between the Jewish community and the black community started to change is because white people extended whiteness to Jews. That's true. And the Irish. The Irish as well. Right. But you're right. So they, they extended a form, you know, their whiteness to them. So that they're they're considered white. Because before they weren't considered that. They right. weren't in that umbrella. They were labeled Jews. But then you know, they started offering, and this was, this was, I have to, I wish I could, um, I'm gonna have to find that video, but yeah, it was very, uh, it was very informative. 
but they started getting in, getting position. They were offered position. And then that's when the relations between the Jewish community and the black community started falling out because they became a part of the system that we were fighting. Yes. So, uh, I mean, and, and, and they completely just, and they dove into yeah. it also the same, you know, while also tag on the Irish, because that literally also happened with the Irish where they, they were a joint community. They literally called the Irish an inside out Negro, something along that lines. Like, like that's just how bad they treated the Irish as well when they was over here. But when the social construct of whiteness, mm -hmm. especially when it came to jobs, you know, they don't want all these black people getting these jobs. They want all these black people because even during this time, black people was kicking ass because we didn't have a choice, but to look to and build ourselves. And even though they would still burn and flood our towns, we still had to look to ourselves. So that's how our economy and things like black wall street and now that that started happening. Now all these jobs and businesses are starting to get, you know, swallowed up by black people. Now they're starting to take office and all this type of stuff. And then it's like, no, we got to stop this. Literally. That was the point. We got to stop it. And this is how we stop mm -hmm. it. We'll give these jobs to you to stop them from getting these mm -hmm. jobs. We'll give these positions to you to stop them from getting these positions. We'll give this status to you. If it means not giving these positions because we're still dangerous and we still got to protect these white women because we got to protect our white women. They'll come for your women too. Uh -huh. Like that, like all this is yeah. like true. Like it's true. Yeah, shit. It's true. And, and it's, it's, it's just crazy. So, so I'm right, sorry. Uh, I'm so tired of just because I'm speaking the truth. All of a sudden I'm going to get just speak, just even with talking about, um, race relations and all of that when we say anything about how the system is corrupt or uh, set up against us then oh <laughs> they just uh, I'm just You're so a victim. I'm so just it, it's draining it's exhausting just well, it's, 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 it's stupid things like this and it is draining it is exhausting and it is a, a weight that we have to free ourselves from, um, unfortunately, because this is the gaslighting you receive. I understand. Now, as you brought up Malcolm X, where he literally had to articulate, no, we're not anti-Semitic. We don't hate you guys. But th th there is no coincidence that when we describe who is oppressing, exploiting us, happens to be Jew. What can you say to that? That was 1963. 60 plus years ago and he was saying the exact same thing that Kanye West was trying to say Kyrie Irving <laughs> Dave Chappelle yeah they tried to say but also what Dave Chappelle has said mm -hmm. in comedic fashion that's exactly what he said mm -hmm. 60 years of saying the exact same thing of the exact same tactic that has been used because, of course, we're saying, no, these are the people that's been fucking with us. You're anti-Semitic. <laughs> we talk about these things. If it's the Jews, it's anti-Semitic. If it's white in general, then they say, oh, no, you're living reverse in victimhood. Racism. You stop being a victim. Or reverse racism. 
Stop being a victim. That's what that's what they say. Or they say, oh, well, what do you say about the white men who fought and died in the Civil War to free black people? You know, they say stupid things like that. Oh, well, it was the Republicans that freed you. <laughs> Different things like that. Different gaslighting tactics like that. So anytime you want to highlight your experience, because let's just be honest, there has been no other racially group of racial group of people or even far as the ethnicities, Irish, Jewish, uh, anyone, any group, the Asian American community, the Hispanic community, um, there has not been a single group of people, even the Native Americans, as fucked up as their history has been since the discovery of America. Thanks, Christopher Columbus. There's still been a unique experience that only resides within the black community but you can't say that because then like i just had a i just had a full knockdown drag out of with an asian dude who literally tried to tell me about my history and i'll sum this up real quick <laughs> oh, God. I'm for it. yeah yes now th this went on for a couple of days until i finally had to just shut him all the way up because he did exactly what any white conservative American would do. So there was a clip of um, a black Republican uh, congressman. Um, I remember, I forget his name, last name Owens or something like that. I don't know if his relation to Candace Owens, but anyway, uh, he was basically describing when America was great for black people. And it was right during the time of Jim Crow, you know, segregation when, you know, we were getting, uh, it was about family. Family was strong. We was owning businesses. We was taking offices. We were doing a lot of things, a lot of things. Now, in the NVC fashion, he created the narrative that, oh, we were just so happy uh, to be in America, to have such an opportunity. And this Say was just, you know, that, that false narrative. Yes. So he was just so happy that we, we were living in a time where um, you know, we just had this opportunity to live in this great country of America to where we, we were just able to do these things. And I'm going to, I'm going to play this clip because I need, I just want y'all to hear what, what he was saying. And that way I can give you just some context here. Um, and then we're going to go back into Dave Chappelle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to connect to the roadcaster. Just give me, give me a, a quick second. And there we go. All right. A young man to grow up in. We as black Americans, even though segregated, were the same way as other Americans across our country. It was the Jewish communities, it was, it was the, the Polish communities, the German communities, it was all together. They understood one thing about our country. What a great place to be. We're all proud to be Americans. And we understood the only way that you can actually get respect is not through demanding it, but commanding it. And how do you command respect? The old American way? You work harder, you run harder, you study harder, and you gain people's respect. That was my community, by the way. A little history that you don't know about, because 
left has done a really good job of hiding this process. You see, it was the 30s, the 40s, 50s, and 60s. There was a black community, my community, that led our country in the growth of the middle class. Men matriculated from college. Men committed to marriage, over 70% in the percentage of entrepreneurs. And that entrepreneur base of 40% in our community led to 50 to 60% of black Americans in the 1960s being part of the middle class. So no, don't believe the leftists about how oppressed we've been. We were kicking butt, period. I lived it. I grew up in the Deep South. Days of KKK, Jim Crow segregation. It was a greatest. So, in that particular clip, uh huh. So, so this is a particular clip that that I spoke on. He was like, "Oh, this is such a great time to be alive." Now, again, in Candace Owens fashion, while he's not lying, he's also omitting the truth because you can't sit here and talk about how great things were when this is the greatest example of racism anti-black racism in America. in America yes things things were great for you and things were great for a lot of black people who were in this bubble but that still did not save you from towns being raised towns being burned there's so many instances of white mobs coming in and destroying black towns because it got too successful mm-hmm. they flooded the town that is now known as Central Park like they've done all these different things so this clip was posted by a conservative site and they said, oh, this man dismantles racism. So to prove that racism isn't uh, racism is a myth in America. <laughs> a myth, huh? So, so, so of course I had to come and ruffle some feathers. Like this man literally said he grew up in the deep South of Jim Crow and the KKK and segregation don't sit here and, and one thing that conservatives try to do, they try to blame everything on Democrats. So yeah. it's the Democrats that created racism. It's the Democrats that did this. All of your problems, black people is because of the Democrats have fooled you. And I'm like, shut the fuck right. up. There's one thing <laughs> literally, there's one thing literally called the Lily white movement. I'll call it white lives matter. In this same time that this man described the 30, 40, 50, 60s, This is where blacks were naturally conservative. They were 90% conservative at the time. And they were taking office. They were getting political office. Again, he was saying there was uh, 70% as far as entrepreneurs. The most black Americans were middle-class Americans. Yeah, we were kicking ass. And white people didn't like it. So Republicans literally systemically pushed black people out of the Republican Party That is why we've been overwhelmingly Democrat for decades because white Republicans, white conservatives, y'all didn't want us in the party. So you literally pushed us out of it. So I'm saying these things. Don't sit here at like the the blame was on the left. Your hands are just as dirty. So here comes this Asian person. You're being a victim. You're not understanding what he said. Uh, there's two sides to every story and you need to be thankful because his experience allows you to be successful today. And yeah, we're not talking about I'm, I made Chong Young foo out of that <laughs> motherfucker. Like, who the fuck you think you're talking to? Thinking you're going to tell me about my history? I know more about your history than you do. So I started talking to him about, you know, what well, this is, what you're telling me is what the, the model minority and that's what the Asian community begin to present themselves at this is right after the war like there's one major difference between your community and why your community had a such a fast start to succeed the way you have and why ours didn't and that's because you received reparations and let's just end the discussion right there 
So it's just it's it's just that. So talking to uh and I'm gonna shift this back to Dave Chappelle because he also um you you kinda took my point, but I knew you would, Nas. I'm sorry. When it came to you can't blame black Americans for others for the problems as if to say that we're responsible for anti Semitism. Or to say that because what we've seen, especially in the recent weeks, is that they have done such a hell of a job of pinning the trope of anti-Semitism on black people. That place was on quiet. the black community. It was yes. He made yo. I rather no one say anything or everyone say something. No one said yes. nothing. He probably said that one black woman that was like woo because like that should let you know how easily how easily gaslighted white America and any other no disrespect to Latinos I love you but you too Jew America right. every group of people that's not black and I'm not saying that we the shit I'm just saying that you're easily manipulated I mean manipulated by what TV by what the people in power are willing to say and even what's going on with the like what you just said about that clip that's on social media who what Racism doesn't exist. Or right, hold up, listen. Y'all ready to see my impression of um, Black Wall Street? Y'all ready? Ready uh-huh. to see my impression of Tulsa, Oklahoma? Here you go. Don't forget. Yeah. It. Don't ever forget it. Yeah. Watch that episode All right? so I, I can't... of Lovecraft Country when they show that. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that. Mm-hmm. Watch that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm with you on that, KT. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's very simple. Like, hey, do, would you like to see a successful all black town? Show them a picture of Central Park. Hmm. So it's just it's not like don't don't play those type of games with us to act like you know that gaslighting of saying that oh when we talk about what was done to us in history that wasn't done to any other group of people right. in this country. Don't sit here and talk about this as victimhood. There's a reason why we we have so much trauma in our community, and unfortunately, we do. There's just different ways we're gonna have to break out of because now we're self-inflicting these wounds. Mm-hmm. We're doing this to ourselves we're now. Ourselves. But there's a reason why. There's a reason. Is there's a process that got us there. Don't sit here and act like sociology doesn't exist. Don't sit here and act like the concept of <clears throat> history and the events that shapes the way people are today. Don't act like that doesn't mean anything. As if we have this hyper individualism, as if we all have the absolute power to control our environment and control our outcomes and our success and failures when you wouldn't even allow us to buy homes 50 years ago. Like there is still a generation of people that experience these things like when I worked my ass off and now I want to buy a home. The number one source of people being able to build generational wealth. For their family, I can't even buy a home because of my skin color. Don't sit here and say I'm living in victimhood when the main reason why I'm still in this ghetto is because of the effects of redlining. Like, don't don't sit here and play these games with me because there, there is no law that said Asian people couldn't buy homes. There's no law that said Hispanic people couldn't buy homes. There's definitely no law that said Jewish people couldn't buy homes. So it's like, these different things like your districts had the good parks, the good schools, the good hospitals and, and access to, med- to to medical services and medical care. Like these are literal facts. 
Don't say there's victimhood because one, we are victims. If you want to be honest, historically, but at the same time, you want to delve and want to preach accountability and everyone has, and you've been held accountable to every group of people except black people and how black people continue to be the scapegoat of everything, everything. So I'm with you where I stand like, well, I I need you to to be uh, all the way, all the way, you know, loud as far as keeping that energy. I don't say anything at all because we aren't, we aren't the scapegoats. You can't sit here and say, um, well, Kanye, Kyrie and Dave Chappelle are revitalizing and reigniting anti-Semitic tropes. And it's his following is following along. This is what, uh, ADL anti-defamation league members and, and higher ups are saying right now. And it's like, no, that's not us. That's not us. Because if we describe who's exploiting us, if it just so happens to fit your description, mm-hmm. then what else do you want from us? A lot of these white folks more anti-Semitic than us. That's for sure. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. definitely. And, 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 and actually are anti-Semitic right. by definition, just because, just because we point out what's yeah, happening and who is the, the, the perpetrator. No, because again, we ain't got time to be hating somebody. Now understand if there's, if there is hate, I, I wouldn't even call it hate. I always say it's prejudice because you do develop a sense of prejudice because if I'm hearing KT tells me, Nas tells me, someone else tells me, Hey, watch out, man. These Jews has been messing us over. Now. Yeah, I am going to have some prejudice because I have, I have heard from close friends in my community not to do business with you because you have done bad business for them. Now, is that anti-Semitic? No, I don't hate you. I don't wish death upon you and your family and your entire race. No, but I am going to stay clear of you. So it's like, I, I need people to, as much as they thrown around racism and like, stop trying to throw these, these uh, tropes on people just because you don't want them to hold you accountable for the things right. you've done. Like, I'm not going to get into Louis Farrakhan just yet, but he basically said the same thing. He was like, no, don't, don't make Kyrie go to the, the Holocaust museum. We know your history. Come sit down with us. Come sit down and, and, and see the atrocities that were done to my community by your hand. Come do that. Then we can finally have a discussion and we can have a, a, a a finally have an honest conversation about the relations between our communities. We know your history. We've been well-educated on it. We know the Torah. We know the Talmud. We know these things because that's what's been presented to us. But come sit down and learn of us. And if you want accountability, first hold yourself accountable. You, You want an apology so bad. You want him to bend the knee. Come apologize. Bring bring your family, bring your children and see what was done to us by your hand. And let's see if we can finally have a real discussion instead of green, black, go over here and trying to paint everyone as, you know, Satan incarnate who wishes death upon the Jewish race. Like, stop playing. Stop playing. We got a casket with Emmett Till in Washington, D.C. 
Uh-huh. You watching that. They going paying money to go see that. They taking pictures in front of it now. And we still have this conversation about who did what and how was it done and all this silly stuff. It's like, we know what's up. I just thought you was going to stop. Like, it, it's not over? Right. It should be over by now. And it's not really over. And it seems like it's over because black people been able to uh, graduate and become uh, these new age house niggas. No disrespect. I hate to use that word all the time. Yeah. But, but so when you see supervisors at jobs or assistant executives and they get to shut up because, hey, listen, $90,000 versus $40,000 a year is like, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Right. I'm million dollar man out here. Everybody's got a price and everybody's going to pay. And if you paid me $90,000 to say Shalom at this point, unfortunately, Shalom. And they are all singing Shalom. Every last one of them. Mm-hmm. They say Shalom like a motherfucker. Tyree got to say Shalom when he on the sidelines now in these days. And shit, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It's nothing yeah. but, listen, that's Brooklyn, New York. It ain't nothing. But Jews in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm talking about the, but, uh, but, the Orthodox ones. You know what I mean? The ones with the hat. True. And the sideburns. You know what I'm talking about? But one thing that I saw that I thought was absolutely encouraging. And I was like, man, if I was in that city, I'm, I don't I don't consider myself a Hebrew Israelite. But I would have been in that number. Did you see the clip of the uh, the black Hebrew Israelites yeah, yeah, yeah. that gathered outside of the Barclay Center? Yeah, I would have been right out there too. I don't know what y'all chanted, but I'm going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a be which is which is put on getting ready. <laughs> listen, yeah, I listen. Well, actually, one, but it, it was it was Hebrew jeans, that, uh, jeans and a shirt. The black Hebrew, yeah. Israelites. they presentation just be that off. That, that, that's really what it be. They yeah, it's ridiculous. Like it, it, it's just a couple of things. Like you know, just growing up in now. One thing I do appreciate my parents as far as you know. Of course, we grew up in the church, but it wasn't like. It wasn't religion. Like she sat down and she made sure that I knew how to go through scripture of things and to understand scripture of things. And she always taught me that the building is never the church. They said the the church is your ability to follow the scriptures. And I I appreciate her being able to teach me that uh, and and to raise me in that way. Um, And and so I have some really close friends, uh, a former best friend of mine, we used to have some some really deep discussions because he he was a, a black Israel uh, Hebrew Israelite, and we just go back and forth with different ideas. Um, another friend of mine was a Mason, and that was just such a, a mystery. Um, but anyway, but just some th- fundamental things. I just like I I just can't just I just really can't get behind it. But I do understand there was a lot of things that was some very interesting information. Some things I was like, you know what, they may be on to something. But then the other things, it's like, you know, it, this is the whole baby in the bathwater thing. So I had to go through that man, process. That Kanye is yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. like, yo, just not as articulate, unfortunately, and the presentation yeah. be way off. It just, yeah, it's just basically, yeah. And it, it got to the point I couldn't hang out with him anymore because, it, I mean, it would just be. <laughs> It would just be wild. So we would just be chilling and, you know, he'll be, you know, somehow or another we'll cross paths with this white woman and then he'll be like, you know what? Nah, because in heaven you're going to be serving me and you're going to be bowing down, you know, just stuff like that. I'm like, bro, we just trying to eat some food. We at Jack in the Box right now, bro. Like, 
Yeah. Heaven. I, I want to wait it, till heaven. No, like watch it, it, that. It is, it's <laughs> like you, you serving me. I'm your ruler. I'm your master. You, you bow down to me. I'm the kid. I'm just like, yes, sir. Bro, I'm just trying to eat my bacon cheeseburger, man. That's. <laughs> it's like, come on, Wait, man. Chris, I need eggs. I'm sorry, I was don't listen to him. Yeah. I was just like, man, it it was like like stuff like that. Just these presentations, as you say, just as you say, Kanye. It just, it just, it just and it was always like, I was like, man, I, I can't even rock with you like that. No, nah, I can rock with Kanye. See that? I know you wasn't saying yeah. that, but I just right, want, right, right. I want Black America as a whole to to rock with Kanye. Yes, like you should be rocking with Kanye. You may you don't have to agree with the presentation, but right. if you don't understand, like like this is where where I'm single, and I'm happy about it because I don't want to deal with someone that has a different vibration of that. Right. You think Kanye did something stupid for real? Hey, yo, check please. Get nah, please get her up. Get her up. Get her yep. up. He lost a bunch. He lost a billion dollars. We don't know how many billions this man got. Hey, get this check and get this woman up out of here, yo. Get up, get up, get it. Uh-uh. No, you can't have a conversation with me. You bugging. You bugging. You don't know this man. You don't know this man. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know this man. Don't do things like that. All he did was just try to describe the fact that hip-hop couldn't be positive because the people that run hip-hop don't want it to be positive. They turned normal Christmas gift getting little kids from College Park, not even Atlanta, and try to make them into some drug pill fentanyl selling ass people. Okay, the Migos been looking like Miami Vice since 2010. When have they yeah. ever been gangsters? They dress like me, and I'm the one that's built. They got their shirts down to their belly button with some fucking skinnies on and shit, talking about some Hannah Montana, whatever. You know, so that says futures line, but you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like yo. You did this to us. Sure, our job as the hip-hop artist was to talk about the street, what's going on in our society, in our stuff right. that we go through independently as our own little abolitionist gang over here, black people. Y'all said, damn, y'all making money off this. Yep. And we can help you make more money off this if you follow me. And listen... Just like the guy who sold the death of takeoff to TMZ, it's like every black person don't have $10 million of a trust fund from their parents. It's like, oh, I need that million dollars so I can start my legacy. And they do, but it's only for that tribe, that 15 people that's there. It's 48 million of us that look like us that have been employees, not, not supposedly slaves, employees. And like you said about what's going on with China when they had their reparations, they also can go to their country and get money from the people that live in their country. Puerto Ricans do the same thing. Dominicans do the same thing. Haiti do the same. Well, maybe not Haiti. Maybe not Haiti. <laughs> they don't got no money, unfortunately. But I'm just saying, nah. you have a country where you can you can speak your own language. So you can, you can turn your American airwaves off for a second, your American frequency off, and get into your, your culture and your roots. You, you have a culture that not, you don't adopt that culture. That is your culture. You adopted American culture and got to live an American dream. We don't have, like, I can't call my buddy in Nigeria and be like, hey, yo, bro, how's everything at the compound? It's good. Hey, yo, listen, I need like two million. All right. I'm trying to, yeah, listen, we need two million. Uh, what are you calling me for? 
I don't even know you. <laughs> How did you even get my number? You know what I mean? It's, it's all that. You know what I mean? Like, Black Panther, the first one, had me already. But Black American... <laughs> all, the point I was just making, the point that I was just making is that every... Like, matter of fact, every group of people, uh, other than Black American, can go back to their country, speak their language, use their traditional values, and bring it to America... And build off of that. If you go to Miami, that shit look like Cubans. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we we almost, Harlem was almost black. So the white people said, no, it ain't. Okay? Compton, they say, you know what? If y'all keep killing each other, y'all can keep Compton. Now we rep it like it's special. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no. Hey. But take that back. No, 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 no. Compton, y'all can have that. Look, we'll give you a Kendrick and Compton. Y'all just keep killing each other, little nigga. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I had my homegirl. She told me I'm moving to the West Coast. I said we should move to Oregon. Ain't no black people in Oregon. It's like, damn, you got a good point. But I'm just trying to just, but I just want to move somewhere else. Like, I just want to just, it's not even about not being around black people. It's like, I just want to be around some trees and some weed. I want to be in Oregon. You know what I'm saying? But like, but I feel her. It's like, damn, even though my people have found a way to dismantle each other, I have to be around you. Before I could be around a other group of people. Like, it's, it's, it's the weirdest. Yo, I see why this mental health and therapy thing is such a big thing. It's just too bad that people don't talk about it the right way. But, right. you know, it is what it is, man. Like, uh, Dante, like, you hit... In fact, not even you, Dante. KT to hit the nail on the coffin in this conversation where, like she said, man, the history would tell you that we've just been ostracized forever and no one no one wants to go through that shit anymore you know what i mean like it don't matter like kanye said it again he said better in his maybe he should have wrote a song and took it to drink champs and did the song and i probably would have worked because he said no matter how much money you get you still a, you know an n-word in the coop you know what i'm saying and that's just yep. how they gonna treat us forever you know what i mean I, I hate that shit i hate it like it's 48 million people of us this podcast right here talk my credo podcast should be at 10 million people watching this shit why not why not? Well, like, why not? Why not? Why not? My man be, you know what I mean? Like, he slaps. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. I be mad as hell. But. Yeah, me too. You know? <laughs> Telling yeah, you, man, we need, to, we need to just interview. We interview Farrakhan, we, we, we'll, we'll get something coming. That's what we need to do. We yeah. got to take our ass to Chicago, you know what I'm saying, and get our, and get our, uh, FOI, uh, our FOI outfit on and have a nice FOI uh, interview with the one and only uh, Louis Farrakhan. I'm down with it. I'm down. I'm dead Absolutely. serious. I'm down. Me too. I'm definitely down. Me too. Sound like we need to put an uh, idea together, bro, to go to Chicago and go, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, let's head to Chicago. Let's head to Chicago. Head to Chi-Town. Yeah, in the spring. But let's get in the spring. Very <laughs> <laughs> copy, we'll get this. Uh, All right, y'all, so listen. We'll get this interview listen, going, man. um... Uh, summer 2024, right? Don't even play <laughs> when it's hot. <laughs> ain't nobody, yeah. ain't nobody going to Chicago in October. I don't care if it's October second. I ain't going. You know what I'm saying? It should be nah, 41 degrees in October. Like, oh nah, dog, you play? Y'all nah, playing up there? Yep. Y'all playing? We going, we going April, May, June, <laughs> and that's. <laughs> but y'all check us out, man. We appreciate y'all checking us out. This is episode 99. So for episode 100. Got something special for y'all. We're gonna pull up, we're gonna do something live. So, KT, we're gonna meet down in Shelltown. We're gonna occupy the basement. 
We're going to bring some friends through. And then I have a setup to where I'm going to patch in Nasu Nuru of the late night flight. And we're going to have a great ass time. This is going to be a hundred episode celebration. I'm going to swagger Jack Nas like a motherfucker and do a rendition of God did. <laughs> it's all good. Yo, tell me, yo, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta text me the day that you may think about doing episode 100. Cause you know what? Yes. I, I may have to get a rental car and just be like, man, I'm taking this drive, man. I don't take a drive for too facts. many people. I may have, I may have to, I'm gonna try my best. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna ask the Jew that, uh, that I owe money to and see if he'll hook me up. <laughs> in that case, I, in that case, I will help pay cause we may <laughs> never see you. <laughs> we may never see you. <laughs> Let's not do this. Uh, what? What? We ain't getting canceled. We just describe what would happen. We just describing the yeah. person that that, that is yeah. the landlord. I ain't say nothing wrong. I ain't say nothing wrong. I ain't scared. That's right. Go ahead, hit that finger. See, see, and this is the problem right here. And that's the problem right there. We ain't standing with each other. That's the problem right there, KT. You just this should have been a podcast right here. That five minutes right here, what we just did is what Black America been doing to each other. All this whole time about this anti-Semitic shit. You know what I'm saying? I just did some Kanye shit. I could say Defcon 3 and I ain't anti-Semitic. The fuck you ain't. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I ain't say nothing wrong, man. Stand by your bed. No, I ain't do oh, nothing. Oh, man. Oh, man. For real, man. Case and point. That's hilarious. But... All right, check this out, man. We appreciate y'all uh, checking this out once again. Episode 99, episode 100 is on the way. So until then, it's your boy Dante, KT, Nasu Nuru, my family, Talk My Creed Podcast. Till next time, stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out, y'all.